Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, as we're recording this newest episode for you, it's currently, I like to timestamp stuff once in a while. We're now into April of 2018. And I decided to bring back a repeat co-host. And here's a little teaser. He's he's a founder of many things, which we're going to talk about today. (laughs) He's a coach. He's a speaker. He's also a fellow podcast producer. That's right, people. I've been on his show, too. He's actually the creator of TUI Media. That's T-O-O-W-I. I mean, this guy's been a therapist, a healer, a creator. One thing I love about him is that his passion is simply inspiring people to see and realize new possibilities. So without further ado, since he's a repeat, I'm bringing it back. Welcome back to the show, sir. Jerry Gara. Thank you so much. You know, Scott Mulvaney, I think you got a career in this. (laughs) It's a really good setup. That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good setup on the fly like that. You you know what you're doing. Well, I mean, it's 166 episodes as of this morning went live. So I know, but you know what? I cheat on my show because I pre-record everything. And I do have a lot of advanced editing and fun stuff i craft the hell out of my show (laughs) i don't know how is that all you do now you just sit there and edit podcasts because it takes a ton of time and i'm like what how did he do that scott i've gotten so i'm a coach right so i get other coaches on there and they're like dude what the hell are you doing with your time (laughs) it takes me like 16 hours to do one show i'm not kidding 16 hours see and that's not my style right like i'm a I'm a marketing guy. I love branding. I love, you know, doing things different. But when it came to the podcast, I just wanted to keep it clean, lean, and simple. And, you know, especially with me paying an editor, I was like, you know, uh, <laughs> just, I, ha- I have my, you know, voiceovers. So I'm like, okay, intro, outro, quick promo reel, done. No editing throughout the show. No, I, I respect you for that. <laughs> but I have a different vision. My vision is I'm scaling into a media company. So if I couldn't put together products that, represent where I want to scale in terms of, you know, I want to go into film. I want to go into all that kind of stuff. Well, and res- respect um, that. I mean, sense. you're definitely moving into a media company because I mean, let's go back. You were last on our show for episode 69, which actually was April last year. So wow. we're coming up on your one year anniversary. Auspicious <laughs> number too, 69. Yeah, it's a great oh, number. Like it. It's a great number. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually that aired on April 24th. So later this month. And actually, this will be interesting if I actually, I got to see how you fall into the schedule. We might have you out right around the same time. So that's something. Uh, well, but a lot's happened in one year, my friend. Oh, so much. Yes. We were just talking. Lots. I mean, you, you fired up. You obviously already have Pioneers of Insight. That, for ladies and gentlemen, that is his very successful podcast that I highly recommend since I've been on it. <laughs> that was my that was my very first foray right out of corporate when I was starting to build the brand. Which we talked about that on that episode, yeah. which again, go yeah. back and listen to 69 people. I mean, it was really interesting to seeing where you were then, yeah. and now we get to catch up now. Yeah, a lot has happened. <laughs> Besides launching another podcast show. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, um, well, actually, that's being disingenuous. That was my f- very first foray when I was working. I was a graduate faculty member for an integrative health and healing program. I knew a ton of people in the industry and in the health and healing communities, um, you know, like Rupert Sh- Sheldrake and Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. And I was doing workshops with those kind of people. I was co-facilitating them. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start interviewing some of those people. So I kind of learned my chops. Um, the first... I did that for about two years okay. um, before I stepped into Pioneers of Insight. And then I relaunched that podcast that you're talking about right now, QH Cubed, yep. when I had the chops to do it because I didn't know what the hell I was doing earlier. And I'm I'm a bit of an artist creator type. And I realized- Screen share here because you got them both up on your revised 2emedia.com site. There's yeah, the wow, second show. I love the logo, by the way. So, the QH Cubed? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. And, and, and I love the fact that you, cause like pioneers of insight, I think really delves very nicely into the entrepreneurial space, really getting a lot of people out there into their mindset of achievement. I love that the creators. And then 
but I, since obviously I, we talk a lot about health, business, and lifestyle in my brand, and, and, and I love the fact that you ended up launching something around health and happiness. It just makes sense. Well, it makes sense for me because I don't want to be a downer, <laughs> but I started to realize, you know, like on Pioneers of Insight podcast, right? that I'm focusing on the struggle a lot, you know, it, you know, the hustle and grind thing and all that kind of stuff. And my skill set is as a coach and therapist and freedom facilitator is understanding mindsets. And I realized that that's no longer cutting edge, that conversation around that. Hmm. Um, it's that it's the leap between the struggle and making things easy. And I realized that people that were most apt to talk about that sort of things were people in the health and wealth creation market. So I'm like, I'm going to relaunch QH cubed to be more specific about that leap. Okay. And my skill set is interviewing and you, you know, you may have experienced that on the show, hopefully. Uh, uh, I, th I think I did. Yeah. And I want people to hear that because there actually is a leap available for people. We don't have to be at a place where you're constant, you're grinding your whole life. It, at some point, these patterns and these ways of being and thinking become natural. And, you know, it, it, then you're on a, in a space of ease or grace or whatever you want to call it. And there are people out there, everybody knows them, right? They're like, how the hell are you doing that so easily? Like money comes to you easy or whatever relationships come to you easy or whatever. We all know those people. So I've been seeking those out on the QH cubed um, podcast and it's a lot of fun. My, my craft is getting better too. So, well, I, I, we, we've talked about this in the past. It's you, you kind of threw something fun in there just now. You were saying, Oh, well, people are like, I don't understand how you're doing this or how you got there. And let's be real. I mean, my show's year and a half old, you know, 166 yep. shows up a line two a week. Going back to the very first week of launch. <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact that my interview style has changed and oh, yeah. we talk differently and the confidence level builds and things get easier, right? To the point where you can free up time to focus on other things because now it's just like, man, you're just flowing, right? You got that flow state. It is flow, but you know what's interesting? You're totally right. It's all about flow. And if you wanted to, uh, you know, put a tag word on the QH cube, it is flow people. That's what I'm really seeking out. Oh, okay. But the key, the key is, you know what? You are just as good the first day as you are now. It's confidence. <laughs> it's more about confidence. Um, and it's more about people just opening up and allowing themselves to do what they're good at. And we tend to tell ourselves a lot of shitty stories, you know, along the way. And that creates that's the struggle. Usually we are our own worst enemies sometimes. Let's be oh real. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, so I love the fact that you're, you're dwelling on happiness here, not just health. I think that's important, yes. right? Because I, I got interviewed last night on this guy's show from, he's from Israel. So I'm talking to Israel last night. <laughs> that was nice. the first. That was the first. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, his brand is, uh, the podcast is rich laptop lifestyle. Uh, and I think I've, I think I've run across this. Yeah. His name is Yuli something. I'm blank on the last name. Cause I'm just not as Israeli in depth with my, 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 my international knowledge, but he's like, Hey, what, like what's something common that came out of the podcast? You know, yeah. he was you know, trying to interview me and I said, well, the tagline is, you know, fuel your health, business and lifestyle. But what I ended up talking about was mindset, which is kind of what we're talking about right now. Right? Like, you have here healing and happiness, and obviously we're talking about health, and it's like all of this combined. I just had an epiphany last night because since launching the show, I didn't want to rebrand because all of a sudden I started hearing mindset more and more and more. Yeah, yeah. And we, we, he and I really geeked out about personal development, professional development, and obviously that's part of your background, right? So it's just interesting yeah. how we don't actually need to say the word mindset, I think. No. Are you getting no. that from quantum? You know, the quantum was just a word to embrace the idea that every one of us, each and every day, when we get up, there's a journey that we have to take, and it's a quantum leap mm -hmm. where we find ourselves in a here I am, and we always want to be somewhere else, whether that be, you know, I want more happiness, I want more money, I want more love in my life, I want more. So, quantum was just kind of this idea of the leap. Okay. I agree with you. Like, we don't really have to talk about mindsets. It's about understanding the journey and creating awareness around where you want to go in the journey. You know, yeah, the, the mindset and the struggle, the beliefs, the thoughts, um, our destination are all part of it. Um, and 
I want to take advantage of all that in, in every opportunity that I get through media, through coaching, through um, even through therapy, which I'm kind of like at this point in my life, I'm going away from therapy. I was figuring that over this past year. I, I, I stalk you a little bit online. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Once I have co-hosts on, like I can't unplug completely. I always want to oh, see the journey. I, I love going back and looking at the, uh, the journeys of um, the people I've had on my show. You know, that's part of the reason I do it. I'll let you in on a secret. My, one of my biggest thrills is putting together a show and then waiting for that email afterwards to be like, holy crap, that's awesome. You know, that's like the, that's what I live for um, is allowing creators to feel inspiration. That's my whole journey is inspiring creators. And that's really where I want to scale. Um, and I was telling you before the show, I'm sorry, we're going off topic just a little bit from where we were at from Israel and and the mindset thing. Um, <laughs> but, but that's really where I'm going with the Tui Media brand is um, producing shows that inspire on a massive level and inspire massive change. I like and, that. Uh, yeah, well, I've got some pretty big ideas I'm sitting on right now and bringing on some investor money and all that kind of stuff around a new concept. So I'm totally pumped right now. I, I feel like if you're going to go big, or you're going to keep doing stuff like you and I do right with the podcast. Like you have to be a little inspired and a little motivated from within. Right. I mean, I had someone call me the other day. They say, I can't believe you have 166 shows up. And I said, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What's your point? And they said, well, how'd you get there? And I was like, uh, it's like when you go for a walk, you just put one foot in front of the other. I mean, yeah, in the beginning you got to start strong and real hard and just go, go, go. And then begin. it's funny. You could probably flash back for me too. <laughs> I was chasing down people yeah. to get them to come on and be a co-host. Like I had yeah. to put a lot of work into it, but now I have, I I'm good. People reach out. Yeah. I have enough. I I'm booked out the next two weeks. I've already got two weeks worth of shows in the tank. It's, it's flowing, right? It, but it took mm -hmm. time to build that system and to build that. You hinted earlier, the confidence, right? Like I can rock the confidence on a microphone. That's not hard. I do public speaking. I'm a trainer. I'm a coach. I do that. I, I do business right. development. It's what I yeah. do. It's just yeah. now I'm doing it on a microphone in front of a camera. So, well, I think you mentioned something. I'm going to kind of riff off of what you were just saying in terms of being able to be in it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. You know, when I work with people, I see a lot of people that have drive, but they don't have passion and drive and discipline, but no passion hmm. or a vision, <laughs> but no passion, right? Like passion, if you don't have the passion, which is connected to a key thing, which is inspiration, inspiration comes from being in real contact with your genuine nature. It's letting you know that you're on your path. If you don't have that, you're going to burn out somewhere along the way. And you've seen that in podcasting. You know how much it's huge right now. And it's been that way for the past, I don't know, five years. So yeah. many people, everybody's told in the business track, we'll get a podcast going and then write a book, right? Um, and you see people come up to the surface, but they can't maintain um, the longevity because the consistency. It, it's not really about tapping in in serving themselves it's about serving something outside of themselves like this idea of wealth or this idea of this or that and getting something it's not a genuine expression and those people burn out hmm. you know and you you haven't burned out for a reason i haven't burned out for yet <laughs> for, <laughs> well, i was gonna say yet as well um yeah. it's 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 funny because i i do wonder people say oh well like I follow friends of mine who have a very, they've had six year, six years they've had their podcast. Yeah. Over a thousand shows. Yeah. And I heard one of their last episodes I was listening to, they were joking around like, man, one of these days we got to stop doing this. And the other one just laughed because they, they're, they're regular co-hosts on their own show. And they yeah. said, you know, nah, like it, it would yeah. probably take something big because they've just been doing it for so long. They look forward yeah. to it. Yeah. And, but they're, and they're not putting that, they probably put out, Four to five shows a week now. I, that blows my mind too. <laughs> well, you can do that when you scale and you have enough people on your staff to do it. You yes. know, but we, like me, this first year has been laying the groundwork. I'm doing pretty much everything with the help of a couple VAs Same that here. don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so that ends up being two times the work. It's a tremendous amount of work. 
It is. Uh, and something like this. my only, I mean, if anybody's listening to this and thinking about podcasting, because you're hearing two guys who have podcasts, the whole point of the show is not just to talk about podcasts. It's if, if you're picking it's up not. on the underlying principles that we've been discussing here. Uh, but I will say, as far as a hack goes, you just threw in there the VA thing, right? Like I have a VA. And since day one of launching this show, I've never edited an episode. I have no idea how to ep- edit an episode. I started to learn it. <laughs> and then I said, you nope, can hire me. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah. So, no, and I've, I've gone from, uh, it, I had a bartering relationship, so I never had to pay for it. And then yep. I was paying for it. And then I found a different guy and we were doing a bartering relationship and now I'm back to paying for it, but it's so small because I use a VA overseas. Uh-huh. So the, the dollar ratio is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's, well, I'll go back journey. to it. I will. I'll also, let's make this about principles, right? If you're going to do something that's connected to something like podcasting or media or writing, or you have to know yourself, right? Which means it's got to be a genuine expression of who you are. Because if you, if you dig in and you're serving some outside reason, which is, well, my wife wants me to make more money and I heard podcasting's a good reason, you know, like, or I'm, I hate my job and I'm going to do this, but I don't really like doing it. You're just adding another task. Mm. And those kind of things are going to end up working against you because you overwhelm yourself. Part, yeah. Well, it's got to come from a place of love. And I know that may sound silly and contrite and cliche and all that kind of stuff, but anything in life that lasts is about a relationship that's connected to love. And you, and it could be a relationship to a person, place, or a thing, hmm. right? It's all that. Um, that's the whole game, man. So, you know, the people that end up doing well uh, around these kind of things, there's a genuine connection to a creator element in them, or you know, a genuine connect connection to a communicator, or there's a, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's coming from a place of passion and service. Yeah, you got to serve yourself first before you can serve others. And um, I think the people that do that well um, in media and podcasting, um, they're serving themselves first and then it serves others. You know, that's where like it's easier for you. You're in the flow now because you took that leap for yourself and now it's coming back. Well, then it's also to your point on passion, right? So it's also like, okay, what are you doing to keep the passion fresh and change things up too, right? That's also part of this is that are you... Like we hit that flow state. I want to make sure people hear this because like this is not just about podcasting. This is about life. Mm-hmm. It is nice to get things streamlined and get things flowing, right? But you got to shake things up once in a while too. The brain loves it. And some people get really freaked out by it. But the more you shake things up, the more you challenge yourself to do something different or outside the box, the better. Like since I talked to you last, back in November, my fiance challenged me. I've never taken a two-week trip. And we went to South Africa. So I flew with my podcasting gear <laughs> just so I could still like, okay, what if I get inspired and yeah, I want to, that's cool. You know, I mean, I have the gear, I yep. have the flow state, but I'm doing something different outside the box. Plus I was really trying to lock down this famous doctor down there in South Africa that, that they tried throwing in jail because he was trying to tell people to stop eating sugar. Huh. I'm not kidding. He was crazy. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're, we're getting him on the show. He was supposed to be on a few days ago, but his assistant booked him on the day of his wife's birthday. And he's like, Scott, I, he's like, I'm all about life balance. I got to be there for my wife. This is, I'm, I'm on the plugging. And I said, no, 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 go ahead. We'll, we'll reschedule. It's not a big deal. Uh, but the point is like, right, challenging ourselves to do something different. Like you, for example, since last year, we talked a lot about like two we and the, and the wellness side and you breaking free of the corporate space and launching pioneers of insight. And now like a year later, there's another podcast show. You talked before we started recording today is a third project in the works, right? Going something more enterprise level and you're still challenging yourself and it's less than a year later. Yeah. I I basically had some ideas about how I was going to serve myself. Um, when I came out of corporate, I knew my skill set. You know, I led workshops, three-day workshops hmm. um, for top-level execs and people that were um, in treatment uh, industries, right? Um, so I had a skill set there, and people were like, you, can, you need to take your show on the road, and I was already kind of there in my mind. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. So I had a 
pretty basic idea that of scaling my brand in terms of what I do and serving people through coaching and, and therapy and bringing other people on to do stuff. And then the media was just kind of, um, honestly, it was my one passion piece. The rest ended up being BS. <laughs> Meaning, I had no idea when I stepped outside that I would be scaling a media brand. I thought I was going to be scaling a wellness brand. That's true. Um, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. And I realized, oh my God, my real passion is inspiring people um, through breakthrough media. You know, that's really what it's about. And um, that's what I've been doing. So I've been adding shows and now I'm in talks with other people, um, you know, distributors and scaling the brand that way with bringing other people on. Like, I really wish I could talk about this new idea, but I can't because it's I, everything, all the ducks got to be in a row before I say, I was going to say, yeah. go. right now, patience is a virtue. <laughs> oh my God. It's such a, it's a killer idea. Um, but the, the whole point of me talking about what it's been like in terms of my entrepreneurial journey is... I think when we when we're authentic about serving a desire, right? Change happens. And hmm. it means you have a sense of the outcome. Like you know there's there's, there's two different kinds of mindsets. One is a goal-oriented uh, mindset, meaning let's imagine a Tony Robbins like he paints a picture of a vision board where he goes, "I'm going to have exactly that," you know? And then there's the outcome mindset, meaning when I stepped outside, I'm like a wellness brand, you know, like me stepping into that. Um, the outcome mindset says, I'm going to continue to move forward to serving my desire to help others. And here's where I want to be, you know, and it may change along the way, but it doesn't detract from, from the goal, uh, from the outcome. It gets better. Um, so people that tend to be super goal oriented, and I found this in my work and coaching with people, um, tend to grind a lot because when something doesn't play out exactly as they had um, set up in their mind, they find themselves losing energy. They find themselves losing um, patience. <laughs> they find themselves, you know, it, it ends up becoming a difficult journey. And it, there is a benefit to keeping it an outcome. And that's what I've pretty much learned over the, the past year and a half with my brand is, Every time that I invest some sort of faith in the process without getting too upset about things that don't play out exactly the way that I want them, which is basically life anyway, right? Like, <laughs> like oh, by no, the way, really? life works, right? Um, things always get better. Life works with me. That's the flow thing. You know, like, did I just go off there for a while? Yeah, I did. No, but that was, it was good, man. It was real. That's why, that's why I don't format the show. I, I yeah. some people, listen, you're not going to, here's another little tip in life. You're not going to please everybody, right? Uh, not every listener is going to vibe with every single oh. show you put out, but that's why I like when I go open format, because I never expect to know where it's going to go. And all of a sudden you get some good content that comes back. So I love the fact you dug into that whole flow piece there a bit. Well, you know, I think that's, this is just my opinion. <laughs> there may be plenty of people with different opinions. That's the cutting edge that we're on right now in terms of the evolution of the growth market, right? It's really about understanding what the hell that means. You know, and we've been talking about it for a while. Um, but for me, I, that's really where the excitement is. And that's where the passion is at this part of my journey is helping people tap into a space where things get a little easier for themselves and they and it's based upon a really simple principle that some people fight like hell life's best when you feel good mm. <laughs> you know there's something that's just like simple you know uh simple philosophy that's just rooted in reality and, and for some reason we tend to want to fight that you know we tend to want to invest in the idea that we got to suffer like hell uh, if we're going to be successful and happy. And that doesn't appear to be the case. You know, I'm glad you're bringing that up because I'll be meeting with a client this afternoon and I, I, I saw an event pop up in Philadelphia next month and it's going to have, here's an interesting combo, Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, wow. And then a few other people. So I'm like, huh, 
This have you watched Gary? Well, have you watched Gary co-host anything? No. I love the guy. I love Tony Robbins too. Tony is a big part of my own journey. But they're very independent, right? Oh my God! They're Tony's not a very good co-host either. He has his own podcast. If you listen, I, I, I don't know. We, I, don't, a, I don't like his podcast, by the way. But he's a track thinker. Like he thinks on a track, so he'll always he'll listen to somebody and then he goes right back to his old track. Right? Yeah. He can't maintain and nurture a genuine dialogue that's give and take. And Gary V is the same way. And I think it's the ADHD types, meaning the super focused thinkers. Yeah. They have a hard time really it, jiving. Them it's interesting because every once in a while, not a lot, I'll just share a piece of Gary's stuff just to see what kind of reactions I get from some of my followers or my friends. And yeah. it's always 50, 50, man. You got some people like, Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I love the hustle, blah, 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 blah. And then everybody else is like, that's just not realistic. You, you need to slow down once in a while. And even Gary actually has admitted that in the past probably year and a half where he admits now he's got a personal trainer. He wasn't being as health balanced with his lifestyle and his nutrition and everything else. He's like, if you are going to go, 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 he realized you have to take care of yourself. So yeah. I am very well, interested. He's a, in <laughs> a human being. He's going to realize that at some point, you know, you know, I love each and every person in the growth market mm -hmm. for what they do. They are what they are. Right. And I think that's part of, uh, part of the learning journey when you're, when you find yourself in this marketplace is it's not about like picking somebody apart for the sake of picking them apart. It's just seeing them for their strengths. And we're all, there's always going to be a conversation on the other side of where the differences lie, mm -hmm. like differences lie. Gary V like, Oh my God, that guy goes a bazillion miles per hour all the time yeah. and his mind goes like that so his life tends to go like that that's why he needed to grow a media company because he <sighs> had so much stuff flowing i'm like dude you better build a team sooner or later because how did half he of what you're thinking about is gone <laughs> how did he juggle all that right like and i don't he's in a place where i think it appears there's an appearance um that he creates that he's in a super happy place hmm. For some reason, instinctually, this isn't me judging him. I don't no. buy it. I, I would agree. I, I, I think there is an internal turmoil going on there without being a professional. I'm just saying, like, when I observe it, I agree with you. Like, because I've gone through these, we, we all go through, this is good for the listeners, right? We all go through extremes, highs and lows. And usually the crazy, crazy highs and the crazy, crazy lows are going to be the most stressful, most stressful, because you don't have balance. And that's something I learned well, when I studied psychology. Away, you're, you're furthest away from your resources is what happens. Right. That when whole zero access of, of balance, right? If you're way up here and way down here, but all, everything is here, like you got to start getting back in there, man. You got to get into that, that core that you're not going to be balanced all the time. Let's be real. That's real life. But I think the, those of us in this growth market, so to speak, I like that term. Mm -hmm. Those of us who, I know, I'm interested to hear your opinion. It, those of us who start realizing that, oh, these extremes aren't working. I need to, when I do hit that extreme, get myself back you know, to my origination point sooner rather than later. What do you think about that? Because I think a lot of people, that is a part of the struggle. Some people are afraid to hit the extreme, whereas a lot of us are saying, no, no, it's okay to hit it. It's just through my years of growth, I've realized, wait, are we learning the ways to get us back, get us centered? Well, I think that's a good, very good conversation. I, mean, I got a few things to say about this. Um, life is about contrast. So it's really about awareness, right? It's about being aware of what it looks like when you're high and what it looks like when you're low and where you feel the most grounded. Life never gets better when you're grinding against an up or a down. So it's more for me, and this is totally the case in business, I find for myself, um, when I'm just aware of where I'm at and, and find that can become the center, like, okay, I'm, I'm here, I'm at a low point, but how am I going to use this low point? That's literally what I say to myself. I say, okay, what is this doing for me? Well, I'm pretty sad right now, but I'm gaining more awareness of what I want around <laughs> the sadness, right? Like here's what I'm really learning about this in my business day. Well, not having this much funding in my bank account to make this happen for me. I really aware, I'm really aware how important it is for me to put in these financial resources, et cetera, et cetera. 
So it's always serving something in the high as well. And this is where Tony Robbins works. He works in peak. He definitely works up there. And there is tremendous amount of things that you can do in peak states. Mm -hmm. The key is just not to get lulled into this idea that um, I'm going to be here forever. Because if you buy into that notion that you're always going to be flying in a state of happiness, perfect ecstatic feeling, perfect focus, perfect this, when you come out of it, what do you end up being? Destroyed, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're like, what have I done wrong? You start to blame yourself and you judge yourself. And that's called life. You're going to have ups and downs. So it's learning to just gain awareness of what each of those states is so you can make them all your center. Hmm. Everything can be a center. You don't have to be. So my conversation about balance is it's not where I'm not high or low. Balance for me is knowing where I'm at and knowing how to use those states in a, in a, in a way that serves where I'm trying to go. Always. Now, have you always been aware of that? Um, no, <laughs> I could go back to Navy SEALs training, you know, like the, I think that's the biggest journey for anybody who's a human being, um, is understanding how to manage feeling states, um, to serve you well. Cause I honestly believe we're all creators, right? That we're all on there. We're all on the planet creating something so that I'm mean, like that. saying that very practically we're all creators. We're all busy creating something. So, but the key for each and every one of us is life doesn't get good until we learn to manage our feelings. So for, to me, it's all about feeling like the whole experience is about mastering feeling. Um, so I would go, I'm going to go backwards real quick. Okay. Gary V he's an up guy. He's an up guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And he uses that powerfully. Um, but I think Gary V is in this place where he he appears for his brand is built around that high energy high um peak state kind of state of being and it doesn't match reality meaning we only see that he only brands that and it fits a persona in our culture right now that's where you know we're a productivity oriented global culture do more do more do more do more mm -hmm. and that serves it well and that's really why i think he's done so well right is is his that brand type matches cultural type right hustle and grind and this you know he built the whole hustle and grind around what our culture is really about it's I really think he's about, built it so well that some people are getting tired of hearing those words totally it's 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 oh, it's, it's gone now it's already it, they're burned it's, out it's burned out you know, and that's why I was kind of like on the Pioneers of Insight podcast. Um, I was seeking out people that were on the hustle side for a while. And to be honest, like as soon as I started doing it, I was like, oh God, what am I doing? It was, <laughs> that became a grind for me. Well, kudos uh, for you to realize that, right? Oh. I think a lot, you, this goes kind of almost goes full circle back to an earlier point you had made where yeah. you had not verbatim here, but you had basically mentioned about how, you know, are you willing to self-correct, I guess, be aware where you're at. And also, are you forcing yourself into a mold that doesn't make sense? Are you beating your head up against the wall to the point where you're bloody, right? Like, where are you at? Mm -hmm. And you're actually, at least we're able to catch that and like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This doesn't feel right. Well, that goes back to or what we were talking about. Like when you step forward to serve yourself through a venture, right? It's got to be a genuine expression of who you are because then you're not serving your inspiration. So along the way, there's going to be adjustments, you know, there's, and that's what I was talking about is like, I have an idea where I want to go. I want to be a multi-million dollar brand. I want to be global. I want to be scaling. I want to go into film. I want to do all that. Um, but the concepts that I started with are, are evolving constantly, constantly, hmm. you know, and I, and, um, that's being awake and aware to my own inspiration. Inspiration doesn't go, you know, it's not like some dude who's raising a flag and says, here's what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Inspiration is you're doing this brand and it's going to be this like general mills or something like, <laughs> I think that's gone. Those days are gone. We're in a, we're, we're a, a freer, we're in a freer space to create in the business marketplace now. And, um, 
Oh, thanks to just online in general, right? Just the, the digital space has created so much freedom. I mean, hell, it goes back to you and I. We're like, hey, I never planned on launching a podcast show, right? Years, <laughs> yeah. years and years and years ago, I never thought about, well, I considered launching websites. Never knew I could do that. Like, it's just these, these new levels of freedom and extended capacity that's available to us. But back well, to your point. It serves everybody. Yeah. But to your it's point, a, are we inspired enough to channel ourselves in the right direction or at least stay aware of your inspiration to the point where if you go down one path, it doesn't make sense. Are you willing to readjust? Are you re- uh, the, the big popular term now is pivot, right? There's books now on pivot. So you know, are, you, are you willing to pivot? <laughs> I think it's about expansion. And that's one of the reasons I s- sought you out. Okay. I looked for the people that made the most radical leaps. I'm like, I'm looking at your profile. I'm like, what the hell? This guy's a smoke jumper. And now hey, that's hot shot. I, I, I'm I have, sorry. I have I to clarify that. that. I know. It's like somebody saying to a person who was a Navy SEAL EDT, you can't do that. It's you like, know? it's like, oh, your army or your Marines, right? It's right, like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> sorry. I apologize. I get no, it. It's totally. cool. It's cool. No, but I'm, I, I seek those people that are able to make what appears to be huge leaps mm-hmm. because from the outside, we're taught to believe that the old mode of thinking is like, you become a doctor, you become a lawyer, you become this, you find your niche and you just grind it out, right? The reality is the people that have a, are genuinely connected to who and what they are mm. find these silver threads to make smoother transitions. And what looks like great leaps aren't really great leaps. So for you, here you are, you're fighting forest fires, but there was a part of you, and, and I, that's why I loved our interview. Your interview was great. I loved your interview. For oh, you guys who haven't I had heard, fun with it. You got to listen to that episode. It's really good. And it was fun to mix. I think it came out really good. Um, But you had a sense from the moment that you entered into service that you weren't serving the idea of fighting forest fires. You were serving this, the call to adventure Mm -hmm. and the call to adventure for you was very different from the people that you were working with. Meaning you had this, expanded sense of knowing you had a uh you're a very intelligent person so you have a skill set there you're a wickedly um capable communicator so that call to adventure served you for a while but then you were like things moving on (laughs) no you were moving on because inspiration was calling you to a different place yeah so it's that's you know that's the i hope anybody who likes scott can hear um that's what I think that's value about people connecting to your brand is you help show that it's really about serving some level of authenticity throughout the journey. And when you do that, life's going to serve you in return. It's it, just it's, the way it works. It's interesting you bring that up because you know, what? I haven't, I haven't mentioned this on a show yet. So I obviously as of episode 51 forward, I started doing what we're doing today, right? We're recording on audio and video. So, cause I want to push content to the YouTube space too. Cause I'm like, I'm hey. doing that. it's a ton of time, by the way, you know that, right? Yeah. But it's like, guys, like not everybody's an audio person. If I can give back on the yeah. video space, great. So the interesting thing is all of my negative feedback has come from YouTube and I've only gotten a few here and there, but every once in a while you got that one hater where it's like, because they're up at like three in the morning drinking <laughs> Miller lights and they have no lives. Right? Oh, I agree. But then th- this they're, is the best they're part. They're looking for inspiration. You're like, you didn't inspire me because they're in the victim mindset already. Because here's right? the best part. Number one, they don't know my brand yet. Right? Like they stumbled across a video, like searching for coconut oil. And <laughs> like my, one of my votes, here's the best part in the podcast world. Uh, Dr. Jack Cruz, he's the most downloaded episode I've ever had in the YouTube world. Uh, the paleo, the paleocardiologist, Dr. Jack Wolfson is the most popular, uh, episode oh, weird, it, right? It's weird how it works. And, so, yeah. but if the, all the negative commentary has been on the Jack Wolfson episode, it's only been like four or five things. And the reason why is because they say, uh, this host talks too much, doesn't let the interviewee talk more. And I was like, well, if you actually read about my show, He's not an interviewee. He's a guest mm-hmm. co-host, mm-hmm. and it's a two, and this is a two-way conversational format show. Oh, and by the way, I'm not somebody's host employee. It's my freaking show. <laughs> so, and part of my show's format is what you just told me, which is you get it. It's like, guys, I, Dr. Jack Wolfson's not going to motivate and inspire you. All right, I have to drive the conversation if I'm going to be a good host. So, yeah, well, I'm going to yeah, speak I, once in a while. Isn't that interesting about having a brand? 
is you're constantly getting feedback from people that have a sense of what they want to hear before they investigate the brand, mm -hmm. right? So you oftentimes you hear people that are just wanting to hear themselves out loud, yeah. right? And I think whenever you run a business, you got to be aware of that stuff. Otherwise, you, I, oh my God, I worked for companies that spun their wheels around that stuff and, and really wasted so much time, energy, and money on it. Oh, trying to make that one person happy? Right. Yeah, and it's no. like, look, this person doesn't care about the brand. They, they're just... Every, you'll, 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 you'll love this of being that's not um that they're not willing to serve others or hear others or you know it's just not worth it yes thank you and, and you'll love this because you're growing in a media space so i went i just for fun because i'm analytical i clicked in each one of those those specific profiles they have no brand it's it there's no headshot there's no followings nothing right they're just right. a random profile so all you already mean nothing to me mm -hmm. number two uh, you're just commenting negative energy, which means you mean nothing to me because again, everything that I care about See, is about spreading is positive. Now we're getting into flow and right. it, this is important because yeah. this is where brands can really start to add momentum when they're focusing on <laughs> what's working rather than what's not, because what often is reflected is what's not working are, is our people aren't willing to connect for the right reasons, mm -hmm. right? So you're not getting feedback that's helpful. Now, I'll also say this. It's important to hear it all like, yes. and to be aware of where it's coming from. And I did comment. I, I don't respect those invest, people. If you invest responded. your energy in negative energy, guess what you're going to get in return? <laughs> negative energy. Just more negative you could, because then you're going to walk away from that. You put hours and hours of your talent, your time, your skill set, your confidence, creating something beautiful in some you know, random surfer came across your site and you're going to walk away from having looked at that comment going, Oh my God, what am I doing wrong? You're doing nothing wrong. Well, you're doing everything right. You'll love this. I had fun with it. I, for each one of those, I, I kept it very simple. I said, number one, I said immediately, thank you for yes, your, for your you. feedback That's in the right. future. I really do honor constructive, positive feedback to improve my show. Yeah. I was like, if you have a specific podcast you like, or you have your own show that's outperforming mine, please share it so I can learn from you. <laughs> yeah, right. that was fun. And then I said, I said, and then I said, listen, seriously, please, the the world is negative enough. Please work on spreading positive energy. And then in the very very end, I gave him a quick summary of what my show was about. I say again, just to help you guys understand, this is an open format conversational show, two way. I'm welcoming them into our world, not his world. And again, I thank you for your feedback. So it was a summary of basically something along those lines. So, right. well, and then I moved on. <laughs> it's an important thing for business owners to think about because isn't it funny that we can create boundaries in our personal relationships where we can say something like, well, it's not my job to make them think anything different. Nope. But when it comes to business, suddenly you're investing so much time into trying to make people think otherwise. Mm -hmm. Well, the reality is we can't make people think differently and it's not even our freaking job. Our job is to align with the people that are open to hearing it. So that's where brands grow. And I think the brands that do best, um, that are the most successful on the planet, they got that early. Think of an Apple, mm -hmm. right? They weren't grinding on what they weren't like, oh, Bill Gates' guys, they love this. They didn't give a crap, no. right? They, they keyed into who, who related to what they were doing and they ran. Um, you and, know, and that's I, something that I was, I was teaching somebody who's a podcaster the other day. I said, back to your point on business in general, or you even hinted here relationships, right? You will never make everybody happy. So you, the most important will, thing you could do to yourself never. is to define who you are, what you are, what is your message to the world? What's going to keep you inspired and motivated and moving forward. And then surround yourself with those people, those clients, those podcasts, those audiobooks, et cetera. That's you, flow. That's yeah. flow. That's a life of flow where you're no longer investing energy, time, in, attention into the things that aren't meant for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Meaning that if you're in a conversation that's over five minutes long and you're saying things like this, well, if you could, if you got, <laughs> you're going the wrong direction and it's not going to change anything. Right. So you want to be constantly letting that go flow through your life. Those people, you know, the, Hey, you can be good acquaintances. You can even respect them and love them from afar, but create distance and find the people that align. And then things just really get easier. I, I love know, the fact that every about market, this. every market is like that. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, and I've had benefit of counseling people for years. Um, 
you know, VIPs, celebs, shoe salesmen, every from every walk of life, right? And and I can see that the people that are living with genuine sense of fulfillment and happiness are those people. And it's not rocket science, folks. Like we try to make everything rocket science. You know, go to your local Barnes and Nobles and you look at the personal development shelf. It's like, <laughs> it really could be like summarized in one line. A, well, a line? <laughs> I, I got to tie it back to you know, like, your, your, your latest update you had sent me for this show today. I, I wanted to bring this up in the episode because I just love the title, but you're talking about Barnes and Noble. You're talking about, we're talking about surrounding yourself with the right content. And you are connecting something to this more soulful, right? Like, are we really digging it in is. a soul deep and figuring out what we want and who we want to surround ourselves with? Uh -huh. So I just had to reference the whole, a soul's resource guide to surviving life's beautiful shitstorms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. Cause I just love that title. I love yeah, it. That's a series of books that I'm working on around my products. Um, it's actually going to be a series and it's just going nice. to be very simple principles about people, what it means to live flow lifestyle, you know, and getting rid of the notion that life, because you're in a flow lifestyle, that life transforms, meaning like, Oh, by the way, there will never be another storm in your life. <laughs> no, those are going to show up, but it's understanding that you can still move through those things. Um, with ease and grace when you have a, a sense of how to create balance for yourself, understanding that there's going to be changes, ups and downs and all those kind of things. Um, you know, you could, you could still move through that when you have a sense of self and you have a sense of how to manage feeling. So that's really what it's about, you know? Um, I think it's a great idea because I think people, I think us too, let's be real, we're all still human beings here. Whether it be Still, professional or personal life. Elon Musk has different plans, by the way. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I mean, he, he does play it at a different level. I don't know if he's fully human or not. Uh, he's tough. I love that <laughs> but, but to your point on the shitstorm piece, like uh, it's pretty much always going to be happening, people. The difference is, is how you respond and how you flow through it. Absolutely. A shitstorm is an opportunity. For the people totally. that I think, well, I, I, I'm, and I mean this genuinely, I'm not trying to be cliche. And I'm not trying to be hustle and grind either. I mean, those people that are mastering life, they aren't push. They're no longer pushing against the things that they don't want. I mean, like, oh, that shouldn't be happening. No, they go, this is happening. So what can I get out of it? Right. That's learning not to look out for shit storms. <laughs> it's not seeking. Don't, shit please don't start out. searching for that. Listeners, please. Like no, you don't really learn to search don't. for it. <laughs> you don't seek those out. They just come to you because that's where we grow and expand. But the expansion happens. Um, we, you know, we create spaces for more love. We create spaces for more freedom. We create spaces for more prosperity when we're, when we find ourselves in places that are uncomfortable. Because we have to suddenly have to apply our skill sets in different ways. We have to apply our ways of being in different ways. So, you know, that's the whole shitstorm concept, basically. <laughs> well, I think, I think it sums it up because I'm writing it on my dry erase board for a note for later for the podcast, for the blog content. But it's like, you know, a shitstorm is an opportunity really for growth. It's really a growth opportunity. It just comes down to are you willing to embrace it so you can grow through it, I think. So yeah, you're not avoiding, right? Like, I mean, you can make it very simple. You can, look, the universe is a shitstorm, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It really is. I mean, there's constantly evolution that's happening, and, and the evolution is always around events. It's not around when things are peaceful, <laughs> right? Like, there's the the events that are happening, and it's the same for us and our is human beings. You know, we tend to get a sense of more of what who we are and more of what we can do when we're put in uncomfortable situations. Hmm. And I don't, and you know, to get, get even deeper philosophically, I don't think that stuff's there to create misery. So it's more about us understanding the ups and downs and gaining control of who and what we are. And then life becomes easier, right? It's, it's always when we try to sit, it's the nose that create the most pain. That's not supposed to be there. Oh, really? You're bigger than life and you're telling life what's supposed to be there, right? Like, you know, it's learning to flow with it. I'll give you an example. I'm a marriage and family therapist. I'm a coach and I'm launching, uh, scaling a brand that's all about helping people um, take charge of their change. And it's all about inspiration. And my life partner two months ago said, I've had enough. Hmm. 
right? And I was like, yeah, I saw that. I was Here's like, wow. the shitstorm. Here's the yeah. shitstorm. You know, I could have easily said, well, I could have go gone back to a bunch of old stories, old beliefs. Like, oh, who was I kid myself that this was going to work out or um, I'm not good enough or whatever. Or I could have said, you know what? This is creating an opportunity for more love in my life because this relationship had run its course. It was a way that it run its course. And I could blame, I could you know, judge myself, I could judge her, or I could say, you know what, this relationship's going to get better in the form that it is. And you know what, everything is better. It's only been two months and everything is better. I'm freed up to do more and, and um, love more and, and life is getting good. It's not that that was easy. I mean, you know, well, let's be real. That's not easy, dude. I, you know, I was in my, here I am. I'm, you know, like spending thousands of dollars to get a new place and, you know, set up with furniture and sort of, you know, I'm, in my home at night alone. And it's a shock. It's like, mm -hmm. what the F it's a lifestyle you know, change. Oh, it's a huge lifestyle change. And there, there was bawling, right? There yeah. was all of that, but I mean, through it all, you guys, you, you two loved each other. It's not about I still that. Love her. Right? I still love her. Yeah. See, yeah. It's just, it's a, you now you're on different uh, domains. You're on different uh, plateaus. However you want to word that, right? You're playing at a different yeah. level now. Like I don't even have to dice it up, you know, and as a therapist love to do that. Well, here's all the reasons it went wrong. Right. That's not the point. It's not useful. Yeah. So for me, it's more about what can I do with this as I move forward? How can I use it to serve the, my relationship with my son and her and the family as we are in my life as I move forward? And, you know, that's how I do it. Yeah, I'm definitely not One a relationship guru. But, but when I hear this, it makes me think of other people that I am aware of that said, you know what? It was hard in the beginning. And then what they realized was. They, they tell me, not everybody, by the way, just some of them, <laughs> but they said, you know, <laughs> we're better now than we've ever been because yeah. time was allowed to pass. And then they realized that they're even better as friends and they put the kids first and all that. Right. But mm -hmm. it was meant to, it was meant to change and it's not easy. I don't care how you word it, but. No, it's not easy because the mind automatically has like a set default. And you know, and when you're getting out of a relationship, a lot of your defaults are set for, well, love means this when I'm with her or when I'm doing this or right. um, when we do this together. So the mind, it's constantly going back to that crap. Um, so I think the biggest challenge for anybody moving out of a relationship, and I'm actually, I actually started a group um, for people um, called Wisdom Within for people that are looking to create momentum out of a relationship instead of just falling apart. I love that. Yeah, well, the, there, it's an incredible opportunity. Um, but it's really about learning to invest in a new story as quick as possible. Um, the old story is what keeps us suffering, meaning it's just a story, just a string of thoughts that you get up and attach to early on. And then you're like, well, if this didn't happen today, this means I don't have love and da, 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 da. And then you just, your whole day, it goes to crap. I, I think that's powerful because what you're, you're, you've given us a nice in-depth into your personal life. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I really expecting now, So thank you. By the um, way, everything's perfect in my life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, my, my, my brand is, is scaling rapidly. Everything I truly have think does happen for a reason. But to your point just now that you made, and you kind of hinted at it a couple times earlier in the show, whereas we're going to word it differently now is that I think many of us do hold on to past components too long. And the sooner you can embrace them and move forward, the sooner you can decide, well, maybe this next step makes sense. You know, right. But it's like, like you with your brand and the podcast, like you, you got into it at one point and you're looking for the crazy adventurous nutball, you know, hustle guys. And then you realize, wait a minute, things didn't feel right, but you at least yeah. you didn't hold on to the original game plan. You were willing to adapt and modify. Yeah. And it may, this is just a perspective difference. Um, that, that would be what I would say is the value of a, a flow mindset, hmm. right? Um, life gets really difficult when you, when you become too rigid in your thinking or your approach to life or relationships or anything. And life is going to show you how fast it wants you to flow. Meaning those people that end up doing, I think really fantastically, they, they don't mourn the, the difficulties. They find ways to flow with it. And, and it's not because life's being unfair. Yeah. It's because life is offering them greater opportunities. It literally means that like people, 
that's the way I, that's a perspective um, difference that I think I have that um, when you really look at some of the stories of people that are masters or whatever that they've done, when they really open up and talk about their lives from the outside, people have this idea like, oh, their lives have been perfect. And they've, they're somehow like, you know, destined divinely to be successful. They're like one tragedy after another or one challenge after another that they found a way to flow through. Um, and it's a, an incredibly valuable thing to have an, an attitude to life of being open to life, not judging life, to, to working with life and see, is it working with you? Um, life, that's, life tends to get easier that way. When, you, when you're going, like I said before, the no stuff, that's where um, it becomes the grind. It's where all the energy gets lost. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. I mean, I think this is a great way to start bringing the show to a close, but you kind of hinted at a couple of times in the show, we talked about, you know, it is good to say no, so you can move forward more quickly. But I think it's important to also remind people that are hearing this. Also, don't be so immediate with your no that you're actually blocking out new potential opportunity, right? It's, it's having that open-mindedness to at least review everything and consider it. And then if it makes sense, go ahead and say no and move on. <laughs> yeah. The no and the yes thing. That's, you know, that's, uh, that's where all of our power lies, right? Is what you say no and what you say yes to. And they, I think they each have their benefits in terms of ways of being, but it's using them both wisely. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, is it, you have to have a sense of an awareness of who you are, what you are and, and where you're going in terms of an outcome. And if you don't have that, the yes and no becomes really hard because then it's just like two things on the board that you got to figure out how to muck with. But if they're actually serving something, um, a vision that's connected to a genuine sense of passion and who you are, then it gets easier, right? Because mm. you can hear people that don't line up. You know, and that's been part of our conversation on your podcast today is like what it looks like to evolve in a brand. Um, you know, where, where the yes and the no's came for me is the yes was about being open to change that fit the, um, the inspiration that, that um, I was trying to serve, right? And then the brand evolved around that. Hmm. And, and that's a wonderful opportunity for anybody out there. The no's have come in the, the work. The no's have come in by actually wading into the craft of building a business and understanding what serves it and what doesn't. It becomes clear as you go on. That's time-related stuff, I think. Yeah. This has been a great show, man. Really? You think so? I'm feeling very deep right now. I, 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 I literally, I, I have meetings the rest of the afternoon and I'm, I'm very inspired. I'm going to carry some of our topics today into some of the meetings. I'm literally already thinking, I can't help it. I'm already thinking like, oh, I got to share that. I got to share that. Because <laughs> that's, that's also the power of this stuff, right? Is that yeah. we are providing a free platform. Well, we're paying for it, but our listeners oh, yeah. are getting free content to use as they see fit. And yeah. all, all we can hopefully do is hopefully that one topic, one co-host, one interviewee, whatever you want to say, gets one piece of one information nugget. through to somebody. That's my whole goal. You know, and I, that whenever I have any of these conversations, whether it be an interview, I honestly don't care if people get the concepts of what I do at all. If they can take out of one sentence, one thing that sparked, uh, you know, uh, and a and a bell went off in their head that said yes, then good. You know that's the point. There we go. It, to inspire people to move forward. Well, listen, Jerry, I do have more meetings, and I'm sure you got a busy day ahead of you. And I, I know it's been a year since you've been on the show. But so that, does this mean I have to invite you back? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You'll have to let me know which podcast, <laughs> Mister. I got so many other things in the works. Um, but. <laughs> So, yeah, I definitely, I would have to figure that out. I, I'd be honored. And again, I do, I did love that episode and you did get me to talk about things that I had not talked about in a while, um, on that show. So I did appreciate that. I'm going to reshare. Yeah, all your, one. all your listeners out there, go listen to that episode. Not just because it's my brand, but it was Scott, fun. it was, fun. it was, Scott had a lot of fun on this. I'll show have to, cool. uh, we'll have to hyperlink that back into these show notes because you know, it'll just tie it all together. 
But uh, the so uh, it's been a year, but I still do the same thing I've always done. I like my co-host to help close out the show. We've already talked about so much today, besides flow state and obviously a shitstorm is a growth opportunity and many many other things. <laughs> um, but is there an on? It's a year later, man. You've changed. You're you've moved into more of a single life. You've got brand growth. You're growing a media company now instead of a wellness company. So is there a new summary of? a final message you want to leave behind to our listeners, something that's new and all encompassing as far as what's inspiring you to move forward. You're trying to get, teach the world. Well, my whole focus is about creating media for soulful citizens. And I really believe that each of us, the whole idea of soul is, is not that I'm not even make it ethereal that we're all here to make true contact with life. And that means being authentic and living life. Um, so, you know, in terms of an, in, a daily inspiration, just finding the time for you to make genuine contact where it doesn't matter what it looks like. It might be you, you find yourself sitting down for two minutes before you start your work day to meditate, whether you, for you, it's getting on a mountain, but for my brother, he, he, he runs a, um, an outdoor clothing company for downhill mountain bike racers. Maybe for you, it's going downhill on a mountain bike 50 miles. I do, I do that once in a while. Right. Like whatever it is, make contact where the brain is not on and you're just receiving life. Um, I think that's where life really gets magical when you create the space and time for that. Um, if you like to check out what I do, please come by. You know, I, um, I'm inspired to do this each and every day. And I got a bunch of websites. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, all of that will be posted in the blog show notes. Like we always yeah. do. I always yeah. want to make sure you could track down and cyber stalk our co-hosts anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited about launching uh, a new show that I'm seeking major distribution with. I'll be making the announcement probably in a month here. Exciting. Um, so check out the website. Yeah. I mean, I, I already follow you again, ladies and gentlemen, it's two we media. Uh, is one of his main sites, but obviously you can follow him on Facebook. You can follow him on well, YouTube, everywhere. Twitter, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. I'm <laughs> You're like me, man. We just throw it all out there. So it's out there. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of Jerry Gar of two way media. He's got so much going on. Thank you so much for listening in. If you did hang out the entire episode, which I know you do, he shared so much personal and professional knowledge, so please check him out. Please follow him and go back and check him out on episode 69 just so you can hear the shift from one year later of this episode. But again, thanks for listening in. I hope you left with a little more inspiration in your day. And as I close out every other show, remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenic since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and E-Pilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. cetera. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, 
please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.